I'll share some thoughts on the tragic passing of former Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins, some thoughts on roster additions in Josh Dobbs, the re-signing of safety Ronnie Harrison, and once again, we will try to figure out and spin the wheel here of what the Browns actually trying to do at defensive tackle. All that and more on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. Everybody knows all the good stuff. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whatever podcast app you use, make sure you're following. Subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Leave those five-star ratings, written reviews. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're going to get to some things here today. Browns signed quarterback Josh Jobs. Uh, Browns re-signed safety Ronnie Harrison. This is all stuff we're going to get to throughout segments of the show here today. Um, some talk over the weekend about possibly trading for Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle from the Atlanta Falcons. All stuff we're going to get to a little bit here later. Um, real life uh, NFL. Um, Dwayne Haskins, 24 years old, tragically taken from the world Saturday morning, um, crossing a highway in Florida, hit by a vehicle. Um, for the state of Ohio, obviously one of you know their native sons as far as a former Buckeye quarterback. Uh, former first-round pick of the Washington Redskins last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's it's a tragedy. It's a 24-year-old young man whose life is over. His family, his extended family, his Ohio State family, his NFL family. You just, you know, it just hurts you to hear about stuff like this, you know. And I think the coverage that went into it over the weekend by a couple of big-time NFL people as far as the way they chose to speak about it it's terrible uh it's just bad all around um you know you need to show some compassion you need to show some understanding some warmth in a situation like this um that was not done by a couple of certain people and you hate to see it it shouldn't happen it should go on there's no excuse for it there's no call for it and there's no way you can take things like that back in that scenario. Um, again, Dwayne Haskins, former Ohio State quarterback, 24 years old, has, you know, left this world and has left a lot of, you know, people hurting um, here as far as his family, all his teammates and family at Ohio State, all of his NFL fraternity uh, to the family of Dwayne Haskins. And Dwayne does have some New Jersey roots. So obviously for me, you know, there's some, there's definitely some feels there in that regards. Um, for everyone who knew, loved, appreciated Dwayne Haskins, thoughts and prayers. Brown, former Cleveland Browns running back coach Gary Brown passed away yesterday at 52 years old. Uh, Gary Brown was the running backs coach with the Browns 2009 through 2012. 
it was in that time um, he started to find out that he had colon cancer. It was something he battled up until he passed. He had a stint in hospice as cancer had gotten the better of him. And it was he was on the wrong end of a losing battle, sad to say, 52 years old. I actually met Gary Brown years ago here in New Jersey. He was a great, great man, funny guy, very engaging, very entertaining. Um, so to Gary Brown and his family, obviously thoughts and prayers to them as well. Gary, former Penn State player, former New York Giant for a long time, had a lot of time with the Dallas Cowboys, certainly time with the Cleveland Browns. And this past year as the running back coach at University of Wisconsin, um, so some sad news and you got to remember, you know, real life always has a way of getting involved, um, here and, you know, close to a week from Easter. I hate to hear about things like this involving families. Um, Browns oh, Friday, um, did sign quarterback Josh Jobs, Josh Jobs, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, formerly in the Jacksonville Jaguars, University of Tennessee volunteer in his playing days. Um, so now the Browns back to three quarterbacks in the building uh, to begin OTAs next week with the arrival of Deshaun Watson, um, Jacoby Brissett, and now Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs and Deshaun Watson um, obviously have a history together. Both are trained by quarterback guru Quincy Avery. Both have spent a bunch of time there, so I'm sure Josh Dobbs and Deshaun Watson have connected through there. Um, Josh Dobbs played sparingly to this point in the NFL in the regular season. I think it's about 45 total yards he's actually even thrown for. Not a lot of playing time. Um, but, you know, the Browns, you know, while they wait out and find out exactly what the ultimate is going to be with Deshaun Watson as far as playing time and availability for the 2022 season, uh, you need bodies in here at the quarterback position. Josh Tobbs brings you that. Uh, athletic, he is athletic. He uh, certainly helped in that regards. Um, not a ton of playing experience in the NFL to this point. And for Josh Dobbs, he is an absolutely brilliant, brilliant young man. Um, you know, this was talked about when he was coming out of Tennessee, um, you know, very, very big in, you know, as far as NASA and studying Josh Dobbs is a, you know, very, very motivated, intelligent young man. Probably some of the things he is going to do in this world, uh, as far as, you know, making a difference, most of them are going to be off the playing field, the intellect, the aptitude to be a big factor, um, it's 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 rare that you get a football player that is this motivated and uh, just overall essentially brilliant. But Josh Dobbs is that kind of guy. But he's going to get an opportunity here to maybe um, you know get his NFL career off the ground. Um, you know, there's going to be an opportunity here over the summer for playing time as the Browns wait again. The ultimate, you know, finding out of you know what the status of Deshaun Watson will be as far as playing time, missed time. You know, if there's going to be any, how much will there be in 2022? Browns, of course, do have Jacoby Brissett. They'll, of course, now bring Josh Dobbs into the fold. He'll be a part of the quarterback room, um, you know, for the to say how long. Not necessarily sure, but you figure Josh Dobbs will at least be around for the summer. Will be a guy who gets opportunities in preseason. And then once the Browns get an official word on Deshaun Watson, we'll see if Josh Dobbs is somebody that ultimately makes the 53. Browns have never been one to carry three quarterbacks. Um, you know, would Josh Dobbs want to be a practice squad player? Uh, opportunity there for him. We'll see. But again, you know, Josh Dobbs, obviously a man who's got a ton, a ton of options 
to this point. Um, Browns did resign Ronnie Harrison. We're going to break it down here on Ronnie Harrison in just a second. So uh, appreciate everybody. Again, who always makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Stick around. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs and, of course, the start of the MLB season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport, sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Browns have re signed safety Ronnie Harrison. This one came Friday, and this one came actually as a little bit of a surprise. Uh, the early indications were in the beginning of the NFL offseason that the Browns and Ronnie Harrison were going to go different directions. Um, Ronnie Harrison, obviously, the impact he had in 2020, and this is where it gets kind of interesting. Um, Ronnie Harrison actually played a little bit more in 2021 than he did in 2020. 2020 certainly had the you know the bigger impact, if everybody remembers uh the interception taken to the house against Phillip Rivers, a crucial play in the Browns beating the Indianapolis Colts that day, um, came over uh, late in the summer after the injury to Grant Elpit, and the Browns obviously certainly needed assistance in the safety position. Um, you know, started slow, didn't play a ton early with the Browns in 2020, but then really started to catch his stride. 2021, obviously there was a lot of anticipation for what that safety room could do with Grant Elbert coming back from the injury, John Johnson the third brought in, you know, figuring Ronnie Harrison in year two in the defensive system, you would see a rise. Um, started rough, as everyone remembers, week one against Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, ended up getting tossed from that game, scuffle on the sidelines. Chiefs assistant coach got involved, put his hands on Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison, in turn, put his hands on assistant coach. Um, nobody was right in the situation. Um but in the same respect, you know, you're in a you know in a scrum like that. You don't know who put your hands on you. You kind of just push somebody, and it turned out Ronnie Harrison actually had pushed pushed an assistant coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Ronnie's impact in 2021 wasn't nearly what it was in 2020. Um, you know, his time playing time, a lot of it was taken away as Grant Delpit in year two was getting his first action with the Cleveland Browns. MJ Stewart, there probably wasn't a better safety on the roster in 2020. One for the Cleveland Browns, then MJ Stewart, but through free agency, you know, again, and this was one for me that was a head scratcher. Um, MJ Stewart signs a one year, $2 million deal with the Houston Texans. So the waiting game, I guess, went on. And, you know, the Browns, the way they do this is, is they tell players what they feel they're worth. This is a contract we're comfortable with. If we can get close, we'll continue to talk. But, you know, if not, you move on, you move on. Um, and it was a huge market for Ronnie Harrison. Um, and I wouldn't say that was surprising. Um, you know, after his 2021 season, um, statistically wasn't terrible, but there was very, very little impact from Ronnie Harrison last year. Um, but the fondness that Joe Woods has for playing three safeties, how important it is to the system for Joe Woods, where, you know, as the weeks went on and, you know, the little of the interest that there, little interest from the market that there was for Ronnie Harrison, it got the Browns into a striking distance where there could be a contract workout. Um, so Ronnie Harrison back one year deal with the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Browns will have the same beginning safety trio that they had to start 2021 in John Johnson, uh, the emerging Grant Delpit. And of course now Ronnie Harrison player excels closer to the line of scrimmage. 
good in coverage against running backs, good in coverage against tight ends. It allows also John Johnson III to be a lot more versatile defender. This is what some of the things that held John Johnson back in his first year here in Cleveland. He ended up having to play a lot more deep safety, which is just not really John Johnson's game. Um, it's not what the Browns signed him to do, but you, know, you get yourself into a situation where you don't have a ton of players. You know, you got to ask guys to, you know, you know, not be so specialized and just do one specific thing for them. Um, you saw John Johnson. He, it, it opened up for him later in the year as Grant Delpit developed, as MJ Stewart played well. You got to see the best of John Johnson, um, Harrison. So for him coming in, you know, with Richard LeCount, you know, one year under the belt for Richard LeCount, you don't necessarily know exactly what the future is yet for Richard LeCount. I'm sure the Browns absolutely want to see more out of Richard LeCount. I'm sure Richard LeCount wants to see more out of himself. Uh, so that puts the Browns at a minimum four deep going into the NFL draft. Are they still looking to draft a safety? Will my Nick Cross hopes and dreams fade away? I don't think necessarily the Browns are done with the room. Getting Harrison back is certainly an advantageous route for them to go. I don't think it's going to stop anything as far as the future of that safety room and certainly the future of the fact that you know Joe Woods loves his safeties, loves the versatility, loves what he can do with them, loves what the versatility versatility brings with him as far as you know masking things you know at the line of scrimmage uh, as quarterbacks as line are trying to make their you know last second adjustments calls before running the play. Uh, but Ronnie Harrison back in the fold. Um, certainly hoping to get the returns more of a 2020 season than 2021 for Ronnie Harrison. Um, with you know, with this secondary, you know, probably went at the end of 2020. Ronnie Harrison was the top safety on the team. Um, now here we are, where Ronnie Harrison is maybe third, fourth, with eyes on possibly drafting a safety. It is a great class. Ron McKinley is another one. Lewis Sign out of Georgia, another special player. Um, this was a situation where the Browns took a player that they are comfortable with, the player who knows their system, uh, decided to continue their relationship with him. Harrison, look, if you're trying to get a decent second contract in the NFL, most of the times in these situations, you want to stay where at least you're comfortable, stay where you know the system, as opposed to going somewhere where you got to learn new things. You're not necessarily you know, a highly thought of piece. So Ronnie Harrison will get to basically redeem himself here in hopes of cashing in on a second contract in the NFL. Um, you know, Joe Woods, you know, if we can get back to, you know, the Ronnie Harrison of 2020, where he was attacking a line of scrimmage, he was strong in coverage on running backs out of the backfield uh, with tight ends. Um, the ability to force fumbles. Uh, he had a great game against the Bengals in 20. Uh, 2020, uh, all over Joe Burrow, uh, had a sack, uh, recovered a fumble that Joe Burrow had gotten hit on a scramble later in the game. I'm, I'm very, I'm excited about this move. I, I love the player that Ronnie Harrison was in 2020. And it's crazy to think that he was, you know, statistically better in 2021 than he was 20. Um, but you definitely felt the bigger impact was there, um, from Harrison in 2020. Uh, certainly a player that the potential is there. You love the size at 6'3 and change, you know, 200 change, long arms, lots of ability, lots of ability to make plays in a player like Ronnie Harrison. So the Browns, Ronnie Harrison, are going to continue this relationship. He'll stay in the safety room for the 2022 season as the Browns try to find a way to get that perfect trio combination for Joe Woods of safeties that have great versatility and allow things to be opened up for the pass rush. So the Browns, Ronnie Harrison, back one year deal. We're going to get to a little bit more here, of course, on your latest Locked on Browns. Appreciate everybody who makes us your first listen day in 
and day out. Built Bar, this is the time of the year I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I am sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to the Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of the best bars, best Built Bars tasting-wise. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, they are marshmallowy, they are not just a protein bar, they are a treat. And also, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, yummy, simity, ichiro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All the bars are covered, again, in 100% real chocolate. Low in calorie, high in protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com, scroll down the macros chart. You'll be blown away. Again, high in protein, low in calorie, high in farb. High in fiber, low in carbs. Most of the bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compared to a normal candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious and it'll be healthy. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they seem to pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, here on the latest Lockdown Browns. Make sure you're following at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. We're going to get to a little defensive tackle talk here, which seems like we almost do every episode uh, to this point. So, Browns, could you go ahead and please do something at that position and uh, maybe uh, settle the masses here for a little bit? Um, But just want to bring this in um, from yesterday. Uh, It appears Deshaun Watson and the 22 civil cases against him, there will be no court proceedings scheduled between August 1st of 2022 up until I think March of 2023, which means that it looks like Deshaun Watson would be eligible to play the entire 2022 season. Um, don't quote me on this. Don't hold me to this one. No, uh, you know, freezing takes exposed, old takes exposed, none of that. Um, but it looks like there's a window here where maybe the 2022 season of the new Brown signal caller, Deshaun Watson, may not be affected. We'll see. Obviously something to monitor, you know, as the weeks and months continue to go on here. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the defensive tackle position here. Uh, Ian Wharton writes for Bleacher Report. If you don't know Ian, make sure you uh, do follow NFL Film Study. Um, But proposed Grady Jarrett, uh, a trade for Grady Jarrett defensive tackle from the Atlanta Falcons. If everybody remembers, this is a player we coveted a few off seasons ago when he was um, you know, up for free agency the first time. Uh, Grady Jarrett is now a little bit shy of 30 years old. Uh, one year remaining on his deal for $10 million. Um, it would probably cost the Browns maybe pick 99, um, uh, probably a little more. Possibly would you, you know, take the thought process of the two third round picks you're acquiring um, from the Minnesota Vikings. Well, not from the Vikings, but the compensatory picks you are getting for you know, Questy moving on to the Minnesota Vikings, would you take those two picks and parlay it into a veteran player to help this defense? There's a lot of talk about whether or not how the Browns should 
address the defensive tackle position. I'm okay with the player Grady Jarrett. Um, you know, if it was one year, 10 million, I'd like to maybe work that out. Uh, maybe get to a lower cap number, maybe where we could get Grady Jarrett for, you know, two years, not just one year. He's always been a solid player in the league. Um, PFF in regards to Akeem Hicks, they put a list out today as far as, you know, remaining defensive free agents, um, you know, best spots for them. Akeem Hicks, they have, you know, forecasted at a one year, $6.5 million deal, all guaranteed. If that's all it took, I mean, me personally, I would have had this done weeks ago if that's what it would take to get Akeem Hicks in the fall for the Cleveland Browns. You know, this draft is still something that's possible for them to handle the defensive tackle position. I don't believe like others that they just view it as they can just throw or run anybody out there. I don't believe the Browns feel that way. I just feel like it's somewhere they want to get an advantageous salary or contract in their laps, similar like they just did with Ronnie Harrison. Uh, So the waiting game will continue here uh, at the defensive tackle position um the browns with pick 44 um you know, there may be a player or two with some appeal there but if there's not then when you're talking about drafting one at 78 or drafting one at 99 or even 118 it's a player that you probably ultimately feel is not ready right out of the gate um and so if that's the case then you know what exactly are you doing you have a player you're not sure of yet jordan elliott you're certainly hoping for growth in year two for Tommy Togiai. And there were moments in Tommy Togiai's rookie year where you thought you had something um, and certainly knew that there was going to be some development down the line. Taven Bryant brought in, again, five-star athlete. Not necessarily to this point have we seen anything close resembling a five-star game. Uh, bringing back Sheldon Day, I have no issues with that. But I think after all these years in the NFL, you know, Sheldon Day is a rotational player, a pretty good one. Um, but a rotational player, you know, to say the least, you know, obviously not going to star. You're not looking for a breakout, anything of that nature. But for me, even if it is something where it's only going to be an early down player and you know, strictly a player to plug gaps and make sure that Anthony Walker and make sure that Jeremiah Usukoromoa can stay clean and run around and make all the tackles that they have to, it's something's got to get done here. You know, it's it, it's certainly in no way a position you can just punt on. Um, you know, a room of Jordan Elliott, Tommy Togiai, and of course, Taven Bryant is not going to set the world on fire. I mean, we're talking about, you know, the Browns defense tackle room, the way it stands now is the worst in the league. There's, there's no debating it. Um, and bringing in a player at 78 or 99 is not going to have a vast improvement on that. A player like Akeem Hicks could certainly make for an upgrade a player like Grady Jarrett certainly could make for an upgrade um if you can get one player without having to give up assets obviously the Akeem Hicks route is the way to go again PFF with one year 6.5 million dollars if that's all it's going to take to get Akeem Hicks done I don't know why we're even still discussing this get the guy in get him signed let's get this over with OTAs obviously next week Akeem Hicks is also to the point of his career where, you know, OTA is probably something he wouldn't be thrilled about doing. Um, but the Browns are shown to be understanding and working with players to let them work on their own path as far as being ready, you know, for the NFL season. We saw it with Jadavian Clowney last year. The Browns exhibited a ton of patience with him, um, allowed him to slowly progress his way into getting ready, didn't force anything on him. If he needed a day off, gave him a day off. As far as just the, you know, being healthy, being physically right to begin an NFL season, I'm assuming they would accommodate Akeem Hicks in this fashion as well. 
but he's getting kind of late here at the defensive tackle position. Calais Campbell uh, obviously returned to the Baltimore Ravens two-year, $15 million deal. I know a lot of people were hoping, um, but Campbell with a long tenured career with the Denver Broncos and a long tenured career with the Baltimore Ravens, as much as I would, didn't want to see him go back to Baltimore. Um, it kind of seemed like that was going to be the realization, um, you know, for Campbell or maybe go, you know, chase down another ring. He did win a ring already with the Denver Broncos uh, possibility of, you know, going to a bigger, more maybe proven team for the 2022 season, maybe try to close it out with yet another Super Bowl ring. But Calais Campbell does return to the Baltimore Ravens. But as far as the defensive tackle position, you know, it's, it's getting late again. It's getting late for the Browns here. Um, veteran, somebody in here. I don't know if there's somebody under the radar. I mean, we've all taught defensive tackles here for almost two months now. Um, I, I don't know <laughs> of any hidden gem that maybe is out there. Hakeem Hicks obviously seems like the most sense. Grady Jarrett would be a move I don't have an issue with. Again, if there's a way to get him in, rework the contract, get him at a lower number keep him around for maybe two years where he's on the last year of the deal that he's on now. But Grady Jarrett has always been a phenomenal player, was significantly underdrafted back in the day out of Clemson. Atlanta got a very, very good player for a long time. But the state of Atlanta Falcons and the franchise they are, where they're at right now, um, I don't know what necessarily Grady Jarrett does for them. So we've gotten to a lot here today. Um, Sadly, the passing of former Ohio State quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, again, to his Ohio State family, his own family, his NFL family. Uh, Thoughts and regards. uh, Obviously, just a tragic, tragic situation for a 24-year-old young man, former Browns running back coach Gary Brown, uh, loses his longtime battle with cancer yesterday at 52 years old. So all thoughts and condolences out to the Brown family. We've talked about the additions of Josh Dobbs. We've talked about Ronnie Harrison re-signing here with your Cleveland Browns. We once again try to tackle the defensive tackle position here and at least get something done leading into the draft um, and hopefully, you know, leading up to OTAs, which start a week from today, next Monday. We'll have the Cleveland Browns on a football field again since the season finale against the Cincinnati Bengals. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are always open, as everybody knows. Uh, we appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Leave those five-star ratings and written reviews. Um, Little word to the wise. We're not going to go too deep into this. There's going to be some slight changes coming to the show here Um, somewhere in the next few weeks. um, It's going to be good. You guys are absolutely going to love it. It's it's really going to be – it's going to be a solid addition here. I know everybody here on our end is excited about it. Um, but again, I'm not going to give too much onto that just yet here. Um, but with that, we're going to close this one out here. Obviously, you know, less than three weeks from the 2022 NFL draft, uh, bring you all the coverage day in, day out, just like we always do. This has been your daily delivery of all things to all pound LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.